And the same goes in business is a lot of times you just got to look at things and see, you know, in, in relation to this economic engine, if there's things that are a drag on that, well, you may just need to prune those things off so that your business can flourish and you can focus on the thing that is driving your economic engine. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome to the Better Wealth Breakdown, where we talk about concepts, quotes, and ideas from around the world to help you live a more intentional life now and in the future. And just to tee this up a little bit, um, the book that I first read, even before any of the money books, was a book that my dad gave me that uh, his the, the executive team at his company was going through. It was good to great. And dyslexic Caleb thought it was going to be a good idea to open it up and read it. And I actually forced myself to read the physical copy. I didn't didn't wow. know what Audible was. And I remember actually going, you don't even know this, I was headed to Minnesota on a hunting trip, and I remember reading this concept in the car, and I had a pencil, and I remember this book being one of the most impactful books uh, in my life. So um, we're going to have a link to Good to Great in the show notes. Um, every time I make promises, I hope we actually <laughs> have that. Um, but this book right here, it, whether you're a leader, whether you run a business, whether you're you're interested in business or whether you just want to better your life as it relates to the money, there's so many amazing concepts in this book that are going to help you show up more powerfully today and in the future. And so this episode, we're going to take one of the most impactful concepts, which uh, to share with that with you, I'm going to tee you up, man. <laughs> that, was a, that was not a great uh, transition. So, we'll so work that, on that. that lovely uh, segue is the concept <laughs> called the hedgehog concept Ooh. and what's funny is i i did not know that story about hunting minnesota but caleb probably felt like a hedgehog in his deer stand <laughs> curled up so in cold ball. it's yeah. so cold <laughs> but this this idea of the hedgehog uh is really three things what can you be best in the world at what drives your economic engine and what are you deeply passionate about and what's interesting about even just the the order of operations there is most people start a business based on what they're passionate about, at least yep. hopefully. You know, I, I think that those are some of the greatest companies of what Jim talks about are ones that started with a burning passion to impact people, change the way something operates, you know, whatever it may be. And a lot of the other ones, they start with the idea of making money. And sadly, that's just, in my opinion, not a good way to start a business is like, oh, I'm just going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, we, we see that all the time and we usually see people like that go out of business or when a new idea comes with a better idea and a more lucrative offer, like they just jump. Yeah. So, so starting with the first one, what can you be best in the world at? Mm. Yeah, this is, this is something that's, that's very interesting of, can you actually be best in the world at what it is that you're currently doing. Yep. Is that even a possibility? And what Jim talks about is it's okay to realize and pivot and understand that you you aren't ever going to be the best in the world at what you're what you're currently doing. Now, if you yeah. tie that to what Simon is saying, he's like, can you actually be best in the world at anything? Because again, that's an arbitrary yeah. measure, right? Yeah, so, who's measuring it, that? Yeah. yeah, who's measuring that? But I, I think it's more so the concept like of this, of starting to think that way. And Jim uses Kimberly Clark as an example of they got out of the paper making and industry and got into just 
paper in general of like providing um, you know, Kleenex and all this different stuff. And at the time it was completely like it changed the, the scope of the company. They mm. completely shifted from doing one thing in paper to a completely different thing, which without context doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But at the time, nobody was understood why in the world they would do that when they were doing really well at what they were currently doing. And they realized that the market was shifting and that they needed to do something differently. And by doing that shift, by realizing that they couldn't be best in the world at, at making paper, that they, they ended up shifting to consumer products. Hmm. And I, there's other examples in the book like that. Uh, but what do you think we can be best in the world at, Caleb? Well, and we talked about this at our last meeting as a team. Like, we can dominate the life insurance business. And yes, we're, I, I'm sure we're going to talk about other, other core competencies and and yes, we're, our goal, our end goal is to help people live a more intentional life. But Dan, I think we can be the best of the world at getting people insured and understanding how to use life insurance and creating that community. And when we're on this pursuit of a million people insured in the next five years, that's going to take a, a great company. Absolutely. The second piece is what drives your economic engine. Yep. And... I think a lot of people... What does that even mean, by the way, for the listener? Well, so what drives your economic engine is you may, let's say you sell a bunch of products, but you are, you know, one drives the most revenue, but yet you're focusing on selling all the other ones. Yep. It, it's getting clear on what is it that is actually driving money to the bottom line. Yep. And it, it goes back to that first question of it may be something other than what you think you can be best in the world at. You like you can right. you can want and hope and dream whatever you want, and, and if it's not driving your economic engine, All right? There's you're you're dead on arrival essentially. Like you're, totally. you're not getting even getting out of the gate, and so it's getting clear on that. And and this is a concept that that also comes from traction is this idea of pruning the hedge. Yep. Where sometimes. You know, in if you've got a, a hedge outside, sometimes you just got to prune it so it can flourish. And the same goes in business. Is a lot of times you just got to look at things and see, you know, in in relation to this economic engine, if there's things that are a drag on that, well, you may just need to prune those things off so that your business can flourish and you can focus on the thing that is driving your economic engine. Right. And for this, it's it's a lot of people. I mean, if you don't know what this is, you get the phrase "you're stepping over dollars to pick up pennies." So if you don't know what your economic engine is, we could be we could be throwing money all over the place. And so for us, actually serving you, and we get paid when we set up things like life insurance. So actually the the art, the like this show is amazing. But if we had to choose between serving you and helping you get set up and become more financially certain, or having this show on and we had to choose we would choose the one that would actually keep us in business because it's it's that that's allowing us to have the show. And and so um, just just as you're thinking about the hedgehog concept and and what we should have done is taken a step back and and explain what is the hedgehog concept in general. But we'll do that at the end. So the the first thing that you have to look at is what can you be the best in the world at. Second thing is what what's actually making you money. The third thing. What are you deeply passionate about? What are you deeply passionate about? What are you deeply passionate about? You know, I, I think that's something too that changes with time. You know, being, I think it's cool that you put up your mission statement at such a young age. I, I would love to see more young people do that. 
And I, without putting it into words prior to all of this, was this idea of, of helping other people help other people. Yep. Uh, because, again, back to what we've been talking about through this, this whole podcast segment is prior to Better Wealth, I didn't want to be in the forefront. I didn't want to be behind the mic in front of the camera. And I'm realizing now that it's really powerful to do those things because yep. I can spread that message even further. And it's now more so the, the way that I'm articulating this, what I'm deeply passionate about is, is getting people to realize that they shouldn't wait to start living. Mm. And I think that that can relate to so many different things. And I think even right now, whenever you're listening to this, really taking a step back and thinking like, what is it that you're currently waiting for? Yeah. And why are you waiting for that? Why aren't you just doing it now? And it, it's, it's easy to say that, right? Like, Oh, you know, whatever, if you want to, if you want to retire at, if, if your idea was 65 to, and you're 25 now, and you're just going to wake up tomorrow and say, I'm retired. Like I, that's not what I'm getting. I what I'm, what I'm getting at is, most people are deferring their entire life to get to that, whatever that moment is. Another right? word for defer is postpone. You're just postponing living today for an unknown future. Right. And I, I always say this is when you're growing up, you can't wait until you can get your driver's license so you can drive. And then you can't wait till you're 18 so you can be your own person. And then, you know, depending on you, you know, you, the way you um, think, you can't wait to be 21 so you can drink. And yeah. then... What what else is there past that? It's yeah. I can't wait to not be Get working married. anymore. Well, yeah, have fair. kids. That's fair. Retire. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're you're always waiting for something. Yeah. It's like why not just start living today? Because yeah. tomorrow is a guarantee. This is one of my favorite quotes. Is there's not a hundred percent chance that you'll wake up tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, let that sink in for a second, and you realize that you want to start living your life a little differently. And I always I always think of Greg. Yeah. Greg Helema when I when I think of these things is living your intentional life. Like if, if you knew that you only had 18 months to live, you would live your life completely differently. Right. So why is it that we need that, that number or that time frame to start living differently? And, and just for context, Greg was, was the guy that helped co-found Better Wealth and ended up dying from cancer. And Dan and I both saw one of our close, dear friends lose his battle to cancer. And I think that does something to you when you're like, yeah, on one hand, we're like wanting to conquer the world. And on another, we're like, wow, we are taking the fact that we wake up every day for granted. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so going back to the hedgehog concept, three things that you need to have. You need to be passionate. Do you need to be like passionate about the thing or like passionate about the mission that you're on? I would say the mission. Okay, so as a at, at your hedgehog, the, by the way, the, the, the hedgehog concept is this idea of the fox versus the hedgehog. And the hedgehog does one thing and it does one thing really well, survive. It pops up, when it sees an enemy, it goes down. And it's like, it, it's very boring, but it does one thing and it does one thing well. And the problem is, like me and a lot, like a lot of entrepreneurs, you get this like, like this desire to do so many things. We call it the shiny object syndrome. We call it fear of missing out. We, we're very much like, oh, we could go over here. We could go over here. And we're very much like the fox trying to get the hedgehog bouncing around, whereas the hedgehog is doing one thing, very unemotional, but doing it very well. And, and Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, talks about great companies have this idea they do one thing, and they stick with it, and they do that thing extremely well. 
And what is that one thing for you? That one thing is something that you can be the best of the world at. For us, it's life insurance. It's that thing that can drive your economic engine. We could say that we love this show, but there's no way in the world that we're going to support a whole team by the show to start off with. So this is not what drives our economic engine. But we're both passionate about this. Maybe some more than others, but <laughs> we're both passionate about this. But we're we're pat. But what drives our economic engine is actually better wealth, the business, and what we're passionate about. It's not necessarily like we're passionate about like writing, like creating these contracts for people, not like seeing people's names engraved in life insurance. It's actually the way of life that our clients get to live through the certainty that we give them. They're able to live a more intentional life, and that like that's extremely like that makes me excited to get up in in the morning and like do this show and like produce this and be consistent with this. And so when you're thinking about what's your hedgehog concept, whether it's personally, whether what you should do with your money, whether what you should do with your business, really think about that. What is, what are those distractions? What is that one thing that if you stick with you'll, you would do really well and answer those three questions. What can you be the best of the world at? What drives the economic engine? What are you passionate about? And if you can find alignment in those three things, and and that 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 could change your whole business that could change your life and that could really help you get focused on what's really matters in your life how is that for a summary i think it's amazing cool what else when it comes to hedgehog concept that you would want to leave people with you know I, it's it's something that i i wrote down actually from the book was doing what you're good at will only make you good Focusing solely on what you can potentially do better than any other organization is the only path to greatness. Mm. And and what's interesting in this is he says potentially. Yeah. He's not saying that it you have to or you know it's there's no it's not the definiteness there. Yeah. Which is a scenario I, I prefer the lack of definiteness. But and I'll read that again. Doing what you are good at will only make you good. Focusing solely on what you can potentially do better than any other organization is the only path to greatness. Mm. I think it's take that concept, take the hedgehog concept and run with it and see where it takes you. And read Good to Great from cover to cover as yeah. far as I'm concerned because that it's a very impactful book. The fact that you read it at such a young age, you know, struggling with dyslexia, and the power that that is you know placed inside you to be able to look at things in a different light i i don't see any reason why you wouldn't go get this book you know it's interesting i actually when i first discovered the infinite banking concept i identified that as the hedgehog concept it's super interesting this is all coming back but regardless of where you are understand the power of the hedgehog concept answer the, the three questions and um, really start living a great life. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the Better Wealth Breakdown, where we are really striving to talk about concepts, quotes, and ideas to help you live a more intentional life. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.